the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. We start another week of Bruce Hooley Shows here on The Answer. A uh, record week. Not for us. For you. Congratulations. We get to pay $4 a gallon for gas. Oh, I'm sure we'll be paying it by the end of the week. That is where your national average price of gasoline is right now. Over $4 a gallon. First time since 2008. Thank you, Joe Biden. I did that. I'm going to have to start placing my I did that Joe Biden stickers on pumps around Central Ohio. Can you still get it for under $4 a gallon in Central Ohio? Well, yes, you can, according to Gas Buddy or ColumbusGasPrices.com. It is an hour ago, 367 at West Broad and Woodlawn Avenue. But many places throughout Central Ohio are already well over $4 a gallon, including the Marathon at Dublin Road and Cardigan Avenue. In Grandview Heights. Not trying to sing, single any of you out, but we are headed there. It's been climbing 20 cents a day for most of the last few days. Not a hard problem to solve. Well, at least not from a policy perspective. From a political perspective, yes, it is a difficult problem to solve. We'll delve into the reasons why today. I'm glad to have you with us. You can email the show, Bruce at 989theanswer.com. You can always participate in our discussion, 844-TALK-989, 844-TALK-989. Or you can email the show, Bruce at 989theanswer.com. Uh, the headlines out of Ukraine today uh, started promising, but based upon previous days, you pretty much knew that Russia's offer of a ceasefire probably not going to work. It didn't work Saturday. It didn't work Sunday. Russia, not the reason it's not working today, that's the Ukrainians who say it's not working today. Because funny thing about these Ukrainians, they had freedom. They liked their freedom. They do not want to be subjects of Vladimir Putin. And so when Vladimir Putin magnanimously opened humanitarian passageways to safety for the Ukrainians who we have seen running from Russian bombs and gunfire, the Ukrainians, call them crazy, did not want to follow those humanitarian pathways to Russia. Yeah, that's where they led, according to the Ukrainians. They were not leading to freedom. They were leading to enslavement. So the Ukrainians said, no thanks. We'll take our chances with soldiers shepherding us into safe areas. So there's no hope for the third ceasefire to have any appreciable impact. And uh, the other thing you have to watch out for, if you're on one of those humanitarian exit paths, cleared for you as a Ukrainian citizen by the Russians is that uh, the ones in Mariupol, 
Uh, they were mined with explosive devices. This from the International Committee of the Red Cross. Said mines have been found along an intended evacuation route for civilians in the besieged Ukrainian city of Mariupol. So I guess we're still, according to Anthony Blinken, our Secretary of State, we're still taking careful notes. Every atrocity will be noted, included in a strongly worded press release that we no doubt will be sending to Vladimir Putin telling him that we do not approve of his, uh, so far, killing of 406 civilians is the latest number from human rights groups that are keeping their eye on everything happening in Ukraine. I had the pleasure this morning of hosting the Hugh Hewitt show. If you were up very early, you may have heard my voice and thought, wow, it's later than I thought. No, no. I was on 6 to 9 a.m. I had the chance to interact with uh, some guests, and we will be playing those guests for you today, as well as our normal Monday visit from Josh Pick of Aptus Wealth Management. Looking forward to that. But the national price of gasoline is over $4 a gallon. As I said, we haven't paid that since four, uh, since 2008, but it will go higher. Gas prices always go up in the summer. They have new additives, pollution-fighting additives. Green energy, existential threat, you know the drill, right? So gas is already going to go up, and if it goes up from $4, it's not going to be very long before it is over the record price per gallon of $4.11. In fact, by the end of the week, we might set a new record. I don't know. Alan Rogers is sitting in for Aaron today. Alan, do you have plans for how you will celebrate the record gas prices that appear to be headed our way? Any vacation plans I had? They're gone. Wow. Because I drive. Well, we have vacation plans that require us to drive about 2,000 miles. So we were doing the math in our head yesterday about how much that's going to cost and is it cheaper to fly and with hotels and all that kind of stuff. So not looking forward to it. I Right now, if you could lock in, you know how they buy your heating oil in the wintertime, you're supposed to buy it in the summertime so that you know you don't have to buy it when everybody else needs it. You can theoretically get it at a bargain. If you could buy gasoline right now at $4 a gallon for how far out would you say, no, I'm going to take my chances, going to let it ride, think it'll come down, Joe Biden doesn't want to be damaged in the midterm elections, or, yeah, I think it's going up. I'd like to bank about, I don't know, 300 gallons of that stuff to get me through the summer. You know what? I think of the guy, the Democrat in California that said, we're not there yet. We're not there yet. They want eight dollar a gallon gasoline. I believe they do. Here's Jen Psaki. She never lies. Psaki. She is at the podium in the White House saying the problem is not the price of gas. The problem is the demand for gas. Silly us. It's our fault. It's our fault. Here so are there is. any plans to reverse any of these policies to encourage investment? What overall we need to do here is reduce our dependence on oil. Ah. Europeans are doing that. We're doing that. And I think what we're all going through now in this discussion of banning oil imports and the volatility in the global markets, oil markets, is a reminder of that. Uh, what else should we do like Europe? Should we bathe once a week? Is that what we should do? Should we also adopt all the things of Europe like that? Should we do everything Europe does? These people are globalists. They do not believe in American excellence, American exceptionalism, the American dream. Pretty much anything that has been down through the ages looked upon as defining of and uh, flattering toward the United States of America 
is not something they like. In fact, it is something they would like to get rid of and break first if they must. And I think Alan is right. I think at some point in time, you have to look at a situation like gas prices and say, okay, uh, Russia is fueling its war machine with the receipt of exporting oil more than any other nation in the world except Saudi Arabia. We do not approve of Russia just bogarting its way into Ukraine, trying to take over a sovereign free country. The best way to stop them would be to defund them, to coin a phrase. But that's a problem because we use a lot of oil here. If only, if only we had the capacity to produce ourselves all the oil that we would need. Ah, hold a minute. There's a hand up in the back of the room. Looks vaguely like somebody I recognize. Oh, hello, Mr. Trump. Yes, you mean we can produce all the oil and gas ourselves and be energy independent? Yes. Would you like to know? I told you. Gas prices today across the country are $4 plus per gallon on average. On January the 19th, 2021, would you like to know what the average gas prices across the country were per gallon on January the 19th, 2021, the last day Donald Trump was in office? The average price of gasoline in the United States of America was, are you ready for it? $2.31. $2.31. Yes, but Vladimir Putin wasn't invading Ukraine then, Bruce. Yes, you're right. He wasn't. Ding, and ding, 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 is ding, that, ding. Is that maybe have something to do with the fact that Donald Trump was in office and Vladimir Putin was afraid that if he did invade Ukraine, something bad would happen to him? You know what? Fear can be a very good deterrent. And Donald Trump believed in peace through strength. Same as Ronald Reagan. But Joe Biden does not believe in peace through strength. He believes in uh, weakness through wokeness. And so we are going to continue to be enslaved to the uh, green freaks out there. And we are not going to drill. We are not going to encourage domestic oil production. We are not going to green light it for refineries to be built or for uh, oil companies to accept contracts to drill on federal land. Because funny thing about those oil companies, when they sink a bunch of money into heading somewhere to drill, they would like to know that they're going to be there Longer than it will take AOC and Ilhan Omar and Pramila Jayapal to throw a double-geared fit in Congress, not to mention Bernie Sanders and the other people. So we are caught between our ability to produce plenty of oil and the inanity of imbeciles who are currently in charge of our country who either do not understand that we can produce it all ourselves or understand it quite clearly, but just are intent upon breaking our habits of traveling where we want, when we want, because the ability to travel where we want, when we want, offends them, because traveling where we want, when we want, to them, looks an awful lot like something they despise, a little something called freedom. Well, 
the city in which we live does not get any safer. Another dead body discovered over the weekend. And this morning, downtown at the Franklin County Commissioner's parking garage, a shooting happened. Uh, Police have said that there are two victims. I see another report uh, that it involved an altercation involving a female and two males. Uh, Two people were shot. And they do have a suspect in custody. The best news is that uh, no law enforcement officers appear to have been injured in this. And, of course, there will be, in a location like that, camera footage that they will be able to consult in the investigatory process. So we're very glad that no law enforcement officers were injured. And we certainly hope that uh, this particular incident does not add to our murder total. But it just goes to show you that out of nowhere, out of nowhere, at a location that you would presume to be as safe as safe can be, uh, something very bad can happen very, very quickly. So we uh, hope that all concerned are fine and um, hope that one of these days, Andrew Ginther will figure out that his feckless policies, worrying about the illegal guns that are coming into Columbus rather than the gangs that are already in Columbus using illegal guns, legal guns, any and all methods at their disposal to wreak havoc in our city, Pretty soon. Well, I don't know about pretty soon because Andrew Ginther's a Democrat and they never seem to move unless they're forced to move. And the only thing that forces them to move is if they fear that they are going to lose their power. And in this city, when too many people line up, go in the voting booth and look for a D next to the name of a candidate and then blindly check that name or punch that ticket next to that initial, uh, nothing is going to change. You're going to continue to get in the hilltop in Linden in Canal, Winchester, everywhere else, you're going to continue to get what we're getting, which is rampant crime and an escalating murder rate. Two years in a row, we've set a record. We're behind the record pace right now. Would you bet on us staying behind the record pace? I wouldn't because the murder rate always goes up in the summertime, and, of course, summer is right around the corner. Phenomenal weather over the weekend. It felt a little bit like summer. I had an awesome weekend. I want to thank the uh, great, great people at Calvary Baptist Church in Bellefountain, Ohio. I had the opportunity, pleasure, privilege to speak at their Men of God conference over the weekend. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Spoke uh, all day Saturday and Sunday. And then got in here at 6 o'clock this morning and spoke some more. So uh, my voice is holding up just fine. And you will uh, be able to listen to uh, me interview Ben Dominich of The Federalist, who joined me this morning on The Hugh Hewitt Show a little bit past 1133 Today, But right now we uh, treat you to the wisdom and insight of Mark Thiessen. He is a former George W. Bush speechwriter. He's on with Bill Hemmer and Dana Perino this morning talking about gas prices in the United States and why they are where they are, which is at an average of more than $4 per gallon. It's their number one export. It's it's a sixty percent sixty percent of their exports are oil and gas. It's like saying you're going to put sanctions on Apple, but they can still sell iPhones. It's the number one thing that they sell to the world. Uh, and and the reality is is why isn't Biden doing this? He, why is it's because his weakness at home is preventing him from taking strong action abroad. I appreciate that it's on the table, but it's got to get off the table and got to get done. And the reason is, is because gas prices at the pump are $1.69 higher than they were the day before he took office. Uh, 
according to AAA this morning, gas is at 4.07 a gallon. The highest we've ever been is 4.11. So we're four cents away, according to AAA, from being at the all-time high. The, the, that doesn't leave a lot of room for the for these energy sanctions. And the reality is that we have to be able to do this. And and so and what is Biden doing? Rather than unleashing domestic production and lifting all these restrictions he put on domestic production, he's turning to Venezuela and Iran. To, to produce more oil. Why would we want oil jobs to go to Venezuela and Iran instead of Texas and Oklahoma? Why would we want to be dependent on Venezuela and Iran for our energy independence rather than being independent ourselves? It makes no sense whatsoever. I thought Joe Biden was friend of the union. I thought he was everyday blue collar, ordinary Joe. Strikes me that your oil workers would be about as everyday as they come. The truth of the matter is, Mark Thiessen knows this, you know this, The Biden administration does not represent, nor do they even care to attempt to represent, the average American worker. Again, there are a lot of them that, like Columbus voters, will vote D because they've always voted D, even if the job performance that they are getting from Democrats would rate at best a D if the voters were to grade them on the effectiveness of their policies. But... The Biden administration canceling the Keystone XL pipeline on the first day, then approving the Nord Stream 2 pipeline between Germany and Russia. Oh, I know they've canceled it now, but we're still buying $25 million worth of Russian oil every day. Every day we're buying it. And you heard Mark Thiessen. Joe Biden's under pressure to stop buying Russian oil. Are we obligated to buy it from, like, the most horrendous people in the world? Did you hear him? We're approaching Iran. Iran to buy more oil. Say, isn't Iran against Israel? Isn't Israel supposed to be one of our best allies? Yes. But, of course, the Democratic Party does not prize Israel like we do on the conservative side of the aisle. And as for Venezuela, well, you know the Biden policy is anything Trump did must be undone. Anything Trump undid must be redone. Therefore, sanctions against Venezuela, we have to undo those. Therefore... JCPOA, Iran nuclear deal, pallets of cash to Iran. Trump stopped that. We must restart it. Yes, it's always opposite day in the Biden White House. Anything that Trump did must be undone. Anything that Trump undid must be done again. And the reason why it's so important to Joe Biden and the administrative fools that he has doing his bidding, the reason why they have to redo the Iran deal and not do a new Iran deal is because if you do a new Iran deal, there's this problematic issue of getting it approved by Congress. But if you just say you're reinstituting a deal that Obama had in place, well, that one can get past the people watching it because, well, it was already passed once by Congress, so why would you get to weigh in on that again? The craziness of all this I will explore with Ben Dominich, publisher of The Federalist, next on The Bruce Woolley Show. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.